It is a good thing to always praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I trust that God would give you understanding to something that has been a blessing to my own is ministering to me about. I pray that as I share this with you from my personal study, it will also be a blessing to you. Amen. You know, let me tell you, life is full of options. Praise the Lord. You have the right to different options. But I have come to discover that it is not every option that looks great that is the will of God. Hallelujah. And a man who do well stays in faith and strictly stay on the word of God. Even to the point when it looks dead that the end of this road will not be good. Once the wheels is the word of God. God will show himself stronger. Even to the point where if you don't get the reaction in this life, heavens will reward you for staying in faith and not flinching. Amen. I pray you understand this. This is a personal encounter through the word of God that God gave me. That I'm praying about it because I have not come to the point where I have it all under control. No. Hallelujah. And so, the title of today's simple message is God's option is always better. Amen. Father, we are grateful to you for this hour of the word of God. We are begging you because this is an answer to our living. That is the word of God. And so the communication of your word, we are asking that it will become effectual in us as we hear and acknowledge it in our hearts. Therefore, don't let your word fall to the ground, but let it have a free course to our lives. Personally, I pray that, O oh God, I will stay within the confines of what the Holy Spirit will have me to say. To the hearing of my myself, in Jesus' name, and everyone said, In the book of Ezra, I observe a very interesting thing about the man who wrote the book, Ezra. This man... His name was first mentioned, apart from the title of the book, Israel. His name was first mentioned 
and chapter 7. And I was wondering why the writer of this book, which has so much deep things, never was mentioned until chapter 7, which was about seven years after God stirred up the spirit of King Cyrus to do something in Jerusalem. I kept thinking of study. This is how I study. I study books. That's how I study. So, one day I was there a few months ago and I had a staring in my heart study the book of Israel. So I took it and I started. And I discovered that the man that wrote the book had not been mentioned until chapter 7. And the Holy Spirit brought my attention to very serious things about this man. So let's start it from Ezra chapter 7, verse 6 to 10. And I will show you a few things that the Lord showed me for my own edification. The Bible said, This Ezra. Ha! Na? May you may it be said in heaven, this Irene. When God uses certain words, you had better pay attention to them. This Ezra. In chapter one, when God had stirred the hearts of the heart of King Cyrus, Atazaza or at whatever. <laughs> to go and build the eldest of Israel were listed this man's name was not in it so he wrote as inspired by the Holy Ghost now we get to chapter 7 and then in this place I see where I would say his name was first mentioned. This Ezra came up from Babylon. And he was described in the Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. This king granted him all his requests according to the land, according to the hand of the Lord his God upon him. Some of the children of Israel and the priests and the Levites and the singers and the gatekeepers and the uh, Natanim came up to Jerusalem in the seventh year of King Atah. Atah Amen. And Ezra came to Jerusalem in the fifth month, which was in the seventh year of the king. On the first day of the first month, he began his journey from Babylon. And on the first day of the fifth month, he came to the good hand of his God upon him. And I pray that the good hand of the Lord will come upon somebody today. The difference was because there was a good hand of the Lord. Not ordinary hand, but the good hand of the Lord was upon this man. 
It took five months to come to Jerusalem. For Ezra had prepared his heart. And this is the most beautiful thing that caught my attention. Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. And to do it himself. And to teach the statutes, the statutes and the ordinances in Israel. And it was, it was too strong for my heart. This particular side. You see, I want to say to the Sunday school teacher. I want to say to the pastor. I want to say to the deacon. I want to say to everybody who means something in the house of the Lord. I want to say to every leader. If you don't know, I want to announce to you that you are to study to do it yourself before you can effectively pass it to somebody else. Hallelujah. Any man who had something to do with God and is not conscious to do the word of God is the failure. Now I can understand, Anita, why God gave him this statement, this Ezra. He was not somebody who would read it and read it for somebody else. Sometimes when preaching is going on, people look for who the calf fits. May you never be like that in Jesus' name. Ah, I wish this person was in church. God didn't want him to be in church, but you are in church. It's for you. Hallelujah. Ezra prepared. Now I want to take a little time here. Prepared himself. And I have observed that if the word of God is ever going to have impact on anybody's life, that person must prepare himself. You can't just read it casually. You can't just take it casually. You see, there has to be a preparation of, the heart, of your heart before you take your Bible and sit down and say to yourself, Lord, what do you have in this book for me today? We are doing quiet time. And it has become a ritual. We are reading through our quiet time. And when we get out of our tables, or wherever we read it from, we can remember a word that God spoke to us. I pray that this unction will come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. This Ezra. The distinct thing about this Ezra was the fact that the word of God will come to this man and the word will not mean anything to anybody except for himself first. And I beg you, if you will cultivate this spiritual attitude, your life will transform. Amen. Don't read the word of God for anybody. Wherever I go, I keep telling them that whatever I'm preaching is not for them. I didn't prepare it for them. Even when they give me topics to prepare, I, I sit down, but I look into the mirror of seeing this for myself first. If you do that, your life will... You see, the reason why there is no transformation in many lives is because they read the word of God for others, not for themselves. But this Ezra... 
this Ezra, he prepared himself, he prepared his heart to seek the law of God. So whatever instructions he was ready to do. And I saw that if this man had not prepared himself to do what the scripture is saying, at a very crucial time, he would have been very disappointed. That's one of the things the Lord showed me. Because he prepared himself to seek God for himself, at a time that he, he, it was so clear that he had everyone to support him, he would have fallen into the trap of depending upon men. And things would have slipped. Hallelujah. So this Ezra. Can I say this Dennis? Can I say this Antenada Kwa? Can I say Auntie Lydia? Can I say Brother Aite? Can I say Auntie Rose? Would you prepare yourself to seek God? For yourself before you even admonish anybody. Somebody shout up again. There's something also about him. He was the writer in Moses, the law that God gave, scribe. He was writing it down for the years to come. And I observed that in writing the scriptures. He did not take it as light as my work it down, but as he was writing them, he allowed God to minister to him through what he was writing. So you see, he became very skillful. And I have observed that any time a man studies the word of God for himself, I want to tell you. In fact, in this short time of my life as I'm growing, I have come to find out that the word of God becomes very powerful only when it has ministered to you yourself. Praise the Lord. When it has ministered to you, it is very easy to pass it on to somebody. But if you speak it as because you are knowledgeable to speak, it doesn't have any effect. Hallelujah. We are in the introduction. I hope I'll be able to finish. We haven't even gotten to the, the reason why I gave the title. God's option is better. Far better. And so... When he desired something, God gave him through the king. Those of you who have read the book of Ezra, and those of you, I think Sunday school, there was something some time past, you were studying because I had kept hearing Ezra, Ezra around. I'm sure that you observe that this guy, the good hand of the Lord came on him because the hand of God was there. And the hand of God gave him favor with the king. Hallelujah. Now, I wanted to establish it this quickly. So, when this man had finally had been given with a request, that was going to 
for him to be able to build and to start the service of God in Jerusalem, God gave him men as well. So, so beautiful. But when they reached the river of Ahaba, or Ahaba, it is, he sat with the men and he talked with them. But there is something that every one of us sitting here today will pass through. Praise the Lord. If you call yourself a believer, you had better prepared yourself to let the word of God work in you so that you don't fall into the victim or a situation of the hand of men failing you. It's very important. In the next chapter, chapter 8, we will take from verse 21 to 23. It's so beautiful. Hallelujah. Look at what it says. Chapter 8. And probably this is where we'll spend a bit of time. When he was preparing the people to move now to do the work, then I proclaimed the fast there at the river of Ahava, that or Ahava, that we might humble ourselves. Is everybody listening to the word of God? Would you shout a big hallelujah? Amen. The Bible said, Then I proclaimed the fast there at the river of Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from Him the right way for us and our little ones and all of our possessions. For I was ashamed to request of the king an escort of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy on the road. Because we had spoken to the king saying. The hand of our God is upon all those for good who seek him. But his power and his wrath are against all those who forsake him. So we fasted. And entreated our God for this. I love that. For this. And he answered. Clap your hands to the Lord. I don't think everybody else is clapping except few. This portion of the scripture. Papa, it broke me. And that's where I discovered that many Christians, they pray, but they pray amiss. From what we have read, did you notice that? Because I didn't have much time, so I didn't take it from chapter 1. It was God Almighty who stirred the heart of King Saros, that I want this to be done through you. And the man must sell everything, including 
the things that his father took from Jerusalem when he attacked them. Things from the house of the Lord that had been kept for many years. This king gave it. Praise the Lord. And the king now comes and he says to them, Take it to Jerusalem and build. In fact, when you read the account, it's so beautiful. He went to such an extent that he said, The money that I have given to you, be careful how you spend it. Then I saw that the things of God cannot be handled by your own understanding. He went to such an extent that he said, Everywhere you pass it within the domain of my kingdom, nobody should even touch the things of God. So when governments sit down and they say they want to tax the churches, they should hear. Hallelujah. So this man now fought. Now he is now about going. But news have gone everywhere that these people are going to build. The temple that has been destroyed. News had gone everywhere. They are carrying money. They are carrying gold. So the enemy was already alert. And so this man was confronted. If you were the one, what would you do? You will go back to the king and ask for escort. How many of us are here who needed a help and you knew somebody could help you? That you didn't stop praying to God or you stopped praying to God and you went to the man you thought could help you. I won't ask you to raise your hands because you will not say it in church. Hallelujah! But I have seen that in this life the tricky part of life is when you think that my help can come from this place. And when there had been demonstrations even to prove that this place can help me. If you are not very careful, you will forget about God and depend on man and that will be your downfall. Hallelujah. I pray that what God is teaching me, you are also understanding. This man. Let me tell you, there are certain situations God is only waiting to see. Will he prevail in prayer in accordance with my word? Will I see that first before I let it come to pass? There are people here, God wants me to prophesy to you. That your situation is not too hard for him. But he wants to see how much committed you are. Until he will let it come to pass. So say a big amen. And renew your mind with this prophecy in the name of Jesus. I, 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 I wouldn't prophesy if I have not been told to prophesy to you. So this man fasted. And now he has gotten to the point, information has gotten to him, that ambushmen are on the way. And now he was between two opinions. Whether to go back to the king who would surely would have supplied but a king can supply an armory.
But the power to conquer is not in the hands of the king. You didn't hear that. A king can supply everything that you think you need in life. But the ability to overcome is not from that king. Is somebody in this? So I want to turn your heart this morning to God that you may believe in. I want to turn your heart to God that you may fear Him. Have you noticed that most of us, even those who are hearing me, because there are always other options, it is very easy to fall on the other options rather than to kneel down and to pray. You are not minding me at all. You are not minding me will not change the word of God. Because it was not for you, it was for me. And I'm only sharing some with you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let me tell you something. As I begin to walk with God and to look at things, I've come to that conclusion that it is always better for a man to rely on God even to the point of death. He will not lose it. He will never lose it. Because he is the God who created the heavens and the earth. Power is subjected his, to his name. Shout a big amen. So he said, though we have an option to go back because the king's heart has already been stirred up. And let me tell you another temptation that can easily come. Because when God stirred the heart of King Cyrus, it was so evident and anybody who went there to say anything about Jerusalem, it was given without thinking. And so if Ezra had gone back to the king, you would have been very sure that he would have released his best garrison to escort Ezra and his people. But Ezra said, when we sit to pray, and I read the word of God to you. We stood on one saying to God, You are able to escort us all the way to Jerusalem. Therefore, Lord, do this. But you see, sometimes when you are faced with the situation face to face, it is always very easy to fall on the other option. May you never fall on the other option. I have learned this from this man. Mama, sometimes you can see the thing as if, as if it has come to a dead end. God is only saying that, would you still trust me? I pray that somebody will trust God even to the point of death. And never fall on the options of men because they will fail you. Is it mean to remember much of Hallelujah. I'm sharing with you what God is talking to me about. The Bible says the arm of flesh. The Bible says the arm of flesh. Sometimes in the genuine, but the ability to get things done will not be there. So I saw Ezra saying that it is true he will provide. It can be provided. 
But the provision, what is the guarantee that that provision will be able to sustain us? So may I say to you, as much as God may provide people around you to bring everything, you must always look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Because he is the one who can make it complete. Hallelujah. I'm not going to speak for long, so you better catch the compacted message and allow God to bring you to the point he wants to bring you this morning. Shout a big amen. The Bible said, and I love it, let's go back. Akosia, or who is my daughter? Yes. Let's come to the, he said, then I proclaim a fast at the river of Ahava that we might humble ourselves before God. I love that statement. Brother, sister, there must always be a point where you will reserve it for God alone and you will say, Lord, there seems to be a way here, but I'm not too sure. I pray to you uh, that you will rather intervene in the matter for me. Let's seek the Lord. One thing I learned from David. David would always go back to God. There's something about David which is unique. David, as much as God used him so greatly, he would always stop when there was a given situation and said, I don't understand this one. One such occasion was when King Saul has misbehaved towards the Gibeonites. And catchment has come upon David at the time that David was ruling. When there was farming in the land. Anybody else would have resorted to any other method to bring the food back. But David went back to God and David said to the Lord, We don't know why farming has come our way, Lord. Please help us. And God spoke and said, The reason why the farming has come your way is because your predecessor can saw dealt with the, the Gibeonites. And because of that, the, law, the, 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 the decrees and the commitment they made were violated. And therefore, you are having these repercussions because of this. It gave David the chance now to plead with God, and it was averted. It could have been any, if it were anybody else. We know how to do it, so let's fix it. I beg you, before you do anything else, ask the Lord. Is somebody listening to me at all? Let me tell you, what I'm sharing with you is so practical with us now. We have all come to a point in our lives because there are many of us. The hello, he says, hello? Hello? Hello, hello? Hey, today you are not minding me at all. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Some temptations are not straightforward. And I want to beg you, if you want to walk to please the Lord, be so determined to wait for God. You are not minding me. If you want to see the hand of God, 
and you have seen it written in the Bible, wait for him and say, I am waiting for what you have written. I am not moving an inch. And I want to assure you, it shall be done. When better options come, so-called better, what looks better in your eyes, don't be quick to accept it. Only for, unless you don't want to be a Christian. If you want to be a Christian, you learn to wait. I say, wait patiently for the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen to the prayer he prayed. How I wish, if it was not for your sake, I'll take my time for two hours with you here. Listen to what he said. To seek from him the right way for us and our little ones and all of our possessions. The next verse said, For I was ashamed. May you be ashamed any time a suggestion comes that you should fall on your options. You are not responding. Okay, then it's repent. Probably they are listening. Hallelujah. You know, I know that Options have made many people backslide. Options have made many people to fail. So when I sat down and my teacher came and said, let's look into this matter and let me warn you. You must always fall and wait for me in my word. I promise you, I will not fail. If I don't answer you, there is still an answer in the Bible. I say, ah, where is the answer? I will tell you. Praise the Lord. So the Bible said, I was ashamed to request of the king an escort of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy on the road. They knew there was going to be an enemy on the road. They have already heard it. They knew which of us in this church morning, this morning here, that you knew that there is an enemy on the road that you will not prepare for him? This one, they will tell you common sense. May you not follow common sense, but follow God. The things of the Bible don't make sense all. If you don't know, I'm announcing it to you. Anytime personally I have applied sensible methods, I have created problems. There's a big mistake I have made in my life. By taking a certain decision, because deep in my heart, I felt it would be good for this and that. Only for me to find myself in a mess. If I had only been wise, Isaiah, by going down on my knees and said, Lord, this looks a very good opportunity. What do you say? He would have spoken. But it's a good lesson. Thank God he didn't give up on me. He will not give up on you. But some of the things you do, 
sometimes they can be so costly. Hallelujah. So let's go on the road. Because we have, and that is another big statement I love, because we had spoken to the king, and this is what we quoted to the king, we can't go back to our words. No, no, we cannot return. We stood and said, our God is able to protect us. And now we are facing the situation. Some of us will say, we said, but we have changed our minds because we rush with our mouth. May the Lord help us to stay with the word of God and not to be discouraged. Stand by the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord shall stand by you. I know, I'm confessing, I know there are many people here who will also opt when they seem to be a lucrative option. May your mind and heart and eyes be blind to that and fix it only on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. The hand of the Lord is upon us. Or upon all those. Look at that. I love this. It says, the hand of the Lord is upon all those for good who seek Him. There was no prophet to come and say, hand of the Lord is upon you and you'll be going. That would have been direct and an assurance. This one was scripture. And he was quoting the scripture that he has been writing. And he knew that even by applying the scripture, it is still workable. May somebody start applying the scripture because it will work for you. Hallelujah. Do you know sometimes the, the problem we are having is that we want to see it boo, 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 before we believe. May you believe when there is no sign of boo, 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 boo. So the Bible said, saying the hand of the Lord is upon all those. And you know, we are, we are people who seek the Lord. Have you forgotten that we have fasted? Have you forgotten we have prayed? We have shown a sign that we seek the Lord. Therefore, we cannot go back at our way. Let's go forward. Forward ever. Ghana people. I don't know whether, where we are, whether we are. That one there is for them. But you, forward ever. And backwards never. I pray faith will come into your heart. As you study this together with me. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says. But his power and his wrath are against all those who forsake him. I decree today all those politicians acting in the name of the Lord and using the name of the Lord in their favor, they don't believe him. May they be brought down in the name of Jesus. When it is time for power, begging God. And they can even point to heaven that, all of them, they can point to heaven that we are looking up to God when they have their own things under their sleeve. May the Lord put them to shame in the name of Jesus. Why, are you afraid to say amen? I'm declaring some good things over the nation. You won't say amen. 
If you fear the Lord, fear Him. Hallelujah. The Bible said, this is what we have read. So we cannot go back. We cannot go back. Kabada. We cannot go back. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot. Let's press forward. So the verse 23. So we fasted and entreated our God for this. And he did what? Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. We beg God. We beg God. So Lord, we also beg you for this nation. Confine those who think they are smart. Let them be put to shame. In the name of Jesus. Let the men that you want to rule over us, let them come forth. In the name of Jesus, we place an injunction from heaven over every deceiver. In the name of Jesus, in this coming election on Wednesday, may men forget them. And may the people that you want to rule over us come forth through the bylawed paper. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to show you something. Second Chronicles chapter 16. Get into the last bit of it. There's something there that anytime I consider that carefully, I was charged to have no option than to believe God. Chapter 16, verse 12 and 13. Now listen to this. I would like for everyone to read this for me. Would you please allow me to just, I won't be able to finish this subject, but allow me to add a little time before we close. So when we close at 1 o'clock, I hope it won't bother you. If it will bother you, don't say anything. If it won't bother you, say amen. I didn't hear everybody. Say amen. Tony, you want me to close on time? You are not saying amen. Hallelujah. Communion. Uh That one o'clock is inclusive of communion. Hallelujah. Communion will take 30-35 minutes. So allow me to preach some 10-15 more minutes. Is that okay? Then say a big yes. Thank you very much. Sometimes we restrict the word of God in this way. This is my personal study that is blessing me. So let me just allow. The Bible said, now would you want to read this for me? One, two. Continue. Hallelujah. Is this scripture? I'm asking, is this scripture? You know the option that God had for him? The option that God had for him was that if you trust me, I will heal you. Praise the Lord. And if you read about this king, he started very well with the Lord. 
until he got to a point he became too intelligent, not faith. Hallelujah. He relegated faith to the background. So his malady, his sickness, became so severe that he died as the result of not believing God. I say to you today, even if it is pointing to death, continue to believe God. That kind of faith we need in this house. Hallelujah. We must believe God to the point where Satan will go and come and go and come and slap you and push you down to himself. I've been going and coming, going and coming. I don't see the guy changing his mind. I don't see the guy changing his heart. He believes God too much. Let me leave him. And God says that now. I told you that this is my servant. What I want to do for him is not because of this. I will do it and let God do it for you. Hallelujah. I told you earlier on that my teacher told me you can believe God to the point of death. And I said, then where will the glory be? He said, where will the glory be? Because you will have eternal life. Ah. Do you know that we have been programmed always to think that it must happen now. But I want to say to you, even what I'm trusting God for, what you are trusting God for, if you don't see it now, you haven't seen. You are not minding me at all. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 35, I could have read to the end. But I love this portion very much. I want you to read it for me. One, two. Shout a big amen. I have seen that if you don't trust God even to the end, you may not have eternal life. You see, some people trusted God until they saw the miracle. Their dead sons were raised. It's in the book of Kings. Their sons were raised from the dead. That was very encouraging and very exciting. Others believe God that deny the Lord and we will free you from torturing. They say we don't care. See what the scripture said. Women receive their dead raised from, uh, from uh, raised to life again. Others were tortured. Not, not what? Not what? Not accepting man's deliverance, but waiting, waiting for God. Do you know there will come a time that you may want to seek man's deliverance, but the deliverance of God is better than man's. Hallelujah. Somebody listening, I'm just about closing. So don't close your heart. Have faith. Since you don't have the capacity like me, I will close early. Hallelujah. So the Bible said, women received their dead raised to life again. Others, others, others were tortured. 
You know what torture means? Fleshly torture. I feel it. But because the route to the deliverance was not according to the word of God, I will still not succumb. That's what the Bible is saying. Because the deliverance that you want to offer me is not in accordance with the word of God, I will not be moved. I wait for the one that God himself will do. Praise the Lord. And so the Bible says that, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. The reason why they chose to do what they wanted to do was that they didn't want to miss heaven. In every decision that you take, I want to announce to you that look at it in terms of eternity. Shout a big amen. Any decision that had to do with short-lived type of thing is no good. If you are making a decision that doesn't stretch into eternity to let you know that I am standing on this ground and I am taking this decision because I want that if Jesus were to appear, he will applause me. Any decision that doesn't carry that weight, don't do it. Hallelujah. Verse 38 of the same chapter. Okay, one, two. The portion I want you to take for, as I come to a close of this sermon, is this portion that said, of whom the world was not wealthy. Those people, the world vomited them out. May the world vomit you out. Because of your unflinching faith in the name of Jesus. Walk in such a manner that you don't become too cheap. Giving in to options just like that. You go before the Lord and say, Father, I have seen a corresponding word of God that tells me this. So I am standing on that ground. And I have seen even in my own life people who stood on that option of the Lord and say, I know my Redeemer liveth. He will make it good. God has never failed them. And He will not fail you. So I come to a close. Please. God's option is the best. God's option is better than man's option. Sometimes, man's option may appeal to your eyes to think that everything else around this thing shows us good. But it's only a matter of time. Ezra has taught us that. We have already stood on the word of God. We have confessed the word of God. I will be very ashamed to break what I have written down, what I have practiced for myself. I will be very much ashamed. May the Lord make us very uncomfortable to the point that when the word of God is the option, we will stand on the word of God. As I come to a close, I want you to consider this. This is my personal study. I felt what I say to you, I say to all others. Let me share with them. So I beg you. Many doors are being opened to you. Would you get down on your knees like Ezra and say, Lord, my heart is telling me this, or, or my mind is telling me this. I want the one that you approve. 
And if he doesn't approve, you wait. And I say wait patiently. Bow down your heads with me in prayer. Kobo Soto. Would you pray from the bottom of your heart and say, Lord, this is what I heard today, but I'm not too sure. You know, I tell God everything. Sometimes I tell Him that, Lord, I'm not too sure whether I have faith enough. Please help me. I tell God, sometimes I say, Lord, this is the best way to go because I've seen a scripture, but I'm not too sure. I pray that this revelation will come to your heart. Lord, we have made many decisions. We have done many things with our own inner intuition of our flesh. Not depending upon the Spirit. We have suffered consequences of it. Lord, but I pray to you at this hour. And I'm asking you, Lord, having sent your word to me this day, I beg you, become so strong in my heart so that I will always wait for your option. I beg you. I pray this for my brothers. I pray this for my sisters. Lord, all of us, one way at a point in time, we have fallen to some of things that we have looked and thought they were better. Lord, forgive us. As we come to your table, please give us this truth, the spirit of patience, to wait for your will. For your will is better. As we come to your table today, Lord, I ask that the revelation of this truth will come as we eat the broken body. As we drink the wine. So that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. In a manner that, Lord, we will not quickly run to other options. But the option of the Lord, which is far better. I ask for this. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Okay, thank you very much.